Only a couple of days, of course, until Ontario votes. And one of the moves that made a lot of headlines, actually, this was just before the campaign really kicked off, was the Conservative government canceling Ontario's sticker renewal program. It has also, it seems, created a lot of confusion. And joining us now to help clear the air, here is a Kenneth Bocour, host of the EV Revolution show on YouTube. He joins us once again. Kenneth, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks for being here. So here's what we're hearing from a lot of people. They're finding out that they don't necessarily need to renew their sticker any longer, but you still need to renew your license plate. Is that correct, Kenneth? Well, I believe you still need to renew everything, Jeff. Um, Any of the refunds that happened were for a set time period. But one of the other important elements is that reminder email, uh, sorry, paper mail. So we'll get a, you know, a letter or a notice in the mail saying your driver's license is coming up for renewal in 60 days or whatnot. Those are no longer being sent out by the provincial government. Um, so people are going to have to start keeping track of that and, uh, and make sure that they redo their driver's license, their licensed registration sticker, uh, even health cards are falling into this uh, category. Oh, really? Okay, very interesting. So, uh, again, for those that are confused by this, you no longer, I'm sorry, need the sticker in the top right plate, uh, top right corner of your plate, uh, but uh, you do need to uh, make sure that you're renewing things with uh, the DMV. And is there a fee still attached or charged to this? Do we know, Kenneth? Uh, I'm not aware of the sticker being removed, Jeff. Uh, That would be new to me if that's the case. You still need to get your sticker. What the happened is the government uh, sent refunds for a certain period of time. As uh, Premier Ford had announced, he's trying to uh, put money back in some taxpayers' pockets. So a lot of us got refunds, but you still need to go through the sticker renewal and or any other renewals that, that you would need to do related to your auto and even on your health card coverage now. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard uh, any other additional uh, reporting or seen anything. I'm just uh, wondering if uh, police are running into this more and more, if they're pulling over uh, drivers who are uh, just as uh, confused as the the conversation we're having right now. Absolutely, they probably are. Uh, There is one bright light. You can sign up on the Ontario.ca site for digital reminders. So even though the government's not mailing out paper reminders anymore, you can sign up for digital. That could be emails. It could be phone call reminders or text messages or a combination of that for the different elements that you, you will need a reminder for. Okay, because there is still a penalty involved here. Is there not if you do not renew? Absolutely. If you have a, a sticker on your license plates that's past the expiry uh, and the police pull you over, you can get a fine for that. All right. Uh, good to know. Good information. As we uh, mentioned, I think more and more people are running into this. We've certainly uh, seen it on social media that uh, people thought uh, this was all done and uh, over with and are being caught by surprise. Well, yeah. we've got you here, uh, Kenneth. Also, I wanted to talk to you about the uh, latest in uh, EVs and kind of an exciting announcement out of all places. DeLorean, the DeLorean Motor Company, of course, uh, their most uh, famous uh, vehicle was the vehicle that was the time machine and back to the future. Yeah, give me that uh, Mr. Fusion uh, reactor for sure. Yeah, DeLorean, you know, was a success story back in the 80s. From 81 to 83, they made that uh, uh, stainless steel-bodied two-seater gullwing door element and, of course, made famous, as you mentioned, by the Back to the Future movies. Well, they're still around. They're actually based in Texas now as a company, and they've announced that they, they teased for a little bit. But they actually came out with more of an announcement recently on their first fully electric DeLorean called the Alpha 5. 
All right. For those that have maybe not seen this pop up online or in their feeds in the last uh, few days, does it look similar to the DeLorean we all remember from the early 80s? Well, it's similar in the fact that it's got the gullwing doors and it's got that basic shape, but it's obviously much more sculpted and refined for the current design and technology that we have available today versus back in the 80s. It's got a very low drag coefficient of 0.23. And when you're dealing with electric vehicles, the lower the drag coefficient, the more efficient they can be driving, uh, you know, propelling itself through the, uh, uh, on the roads and through the air, basically, to help uh, extend range. Now, this is going to have a 300-mile or about a 480-kilometer range. Uh, they're sizing it roughly around 100-kilowatt-hour battery uh, pack capacity, and it's actually a four-seater, so they will be increasing seating space. I don't know how you're going to climb into the back seat, but I'm sure we'll see more later on. The fun part is zero to 60 in under three seconds. And as you know, Jeff, being an experienced driver yourself, that's pretty fast. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, so it will go and uh, it'll even reach 88 miles per hour in only a couple seconds more. Okay. And uh, what about uh, the stainless steel body? You referenced uh, that. That's what the DeLorean, the original one, was, of course, uh, famous for. Are they doing the stainless steel body again? Do we know, Kenneth? Uh, not that I see in any of the press releases at this point in time. Um, they are going to... Uh, come out more with this. Uh, I think in August, they're going to have more information at uh, Pebble Beach and some of the other shows that are happening around North America. Now, the interesting part is that this will be produced in uh, Italy for some reason, and only 88 units. Uh, All the pun is intended there. That will be planned for the initial production run if they go beyond that. So I'm guessing that the pricing is going to be probably pretty close, if not well into the six-figure Canadian range. Sure. So obviously this is more of a novelty vehicle then. This is not going to be uh, something that is uh, mass-produced or uh, for the masses. Correct. They are looking to do other vehicles, maybe some sort of a uh, compact utility vehicle design. They're ever kicking around hydrogen uh, fuel cell uh, type discussion. So we'll hopefully we'll see more out of them. Okay. So yeah, they are looking actually to sort of resurrect the DeLorean brand then, Kenneth? Absolutely are. Yeah, they've been a little bit in stealth mode for quite some time, but it looks like they want to come out of the gate with uh, not only this model, but future models as well. That's interesting. I'm wondering if they see an opportunity here because it's almost as if, uh, and we, you and I have talked about this with all of the OEMs, uh, you know, on board now and trying to get EVs uh, out to the uh, masses. Uh, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, a brand like DeLorean thought to themselves, well, maybe the playing field's kind of leveled again, at least temporarily, and there's a, a chance for us to jump back into the marketplace. Absolutely is. A lot of the OEMs that have developed EV platforms, Jeff, are making them available for other car manufacturers to use. So I wouldn't be surprised if we, we get more information on this particular product, uh, understanding that it may have possible components from GM or Ford or some of the other OEMs uh, that are that are, are making their platforms and components available to, to some of the niche automakers out there. Um, and that makes it easier for them to get into that electrification game because that is part of the future. Yeah, and I just want to follow up on something else you said about the uh, DeLorean that is really interesting because, of course, uh, you know, one of the big battles when it comes to EVs is range and increasing that range and lessening people's range anxiety, uh, Kenneth, as you well yeah. know. And the fact that they've uh, designed this for less uh, drag so that they can get uh, more mileage uh, out of an EV, is that something uh, I would think that every OEM is looking at? And is that going to be a number one when it comes to uh, design for vehicles uh, today and into the future? It's definitely, Jeff, one of the major components for design for all electric vehicles is to you know 
depending on what kind of vehicle, if it's a big eight passenger SUV, there's only so much you can do with that. But trying to put aerodynamic uh, bits on there, you know, of course, EVs don't need a, a big front open grill for, for radiator, for cooling, that kind of thing. So they close it up. You can do some, uh, some design language and body molding elements onto those uh, types of features. So to make that vehicle just a little bit easier to slip through the air as it's traveling. All right. I was just trying to look at the specs here for the DeLorean. I'm wondering, does the flux capacitor, is that standard equipment or is that an extra? That probably is going to be an option along yeah. with the leather seats. Yes. <laughs> okay. Kenneth, uh, thanks as always. Much appreciated. You're welcome, Jeff. Have a great day. You too. Kenneth Bocour, host of the EV Revolution Show on YouTube. And we're back with the news update to the top of the hour next here on the Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.